0: Everybody, it's Drina, Same sky, different world. Today, I want to talk about family, because it seems like um, I'm being consumed <laughs> with certain thoughts, like almost 24 hours. And I just want to talk about the importance of family. I think that we don't understand that the origin of life comes from mom and dad. And then, of course, when we get here, we're infants, and then toddlers, and then adolescents. You know, we just, we keep growing, you know? And as the time goes by, some of us are blessed with more siblings. Sometimes we're just kids, you know, born by ourselves. We're just the only child. I am one of four, and now three. And I've lost a lot of people that I truly love with such a deep passion. And what I can't stand more than anything is that I cannot tell them how much I love them now. I am not guilty of not telling them that I love them, which I'm grateful for that. Because that would be torture to have lived with these people in your life as your family and not ever tell them how much you love them, how much they mean to you. It's very important to make sure that you do that. You're never too tough. You're never so grown that you can't express love. You know, I end every segment, love is everything, because it is. At the end of every day, all we have is each other. I don't care how much money you, you make, I don't care where you travel to. Your family is everything. They're the most expensive. If there was a price tag, there's no price tag. You know, you can't put a price tag on your family. Mothers, brothers, sisters, cousins, nieces, nephews, (laughs) you just can't do it. Grandchildren, you know, now I'm a grandmother. And every time I look at her eyes and her little hands and her feet, I can't even express to you in a really good word for how I feel about her. I'm excited to see that, you know, she's growing, she's speaking more. She's already been talking for a long time, but she's starting to put a lot of things together. Uh, She's very witty. Then I look at my mom and she's someone who's had the same type of a character for a very long time. You know, she's always been a lady. She's always kept it very classy. I can't say the same thing for myself, but I will say this. I think I'm more like her in a lot of ways because I'm always really concerned about everybody else. And like I said in the the episode, you know, previous to this one or the one before, Self-love is what I'm really working on. Yesterday I was sitting outside talking to my brother, and um, I've been having some issues with my legs and my feet. And he's very nervous that, you know, I won't have him long. So his thing is, I need you to take care of yourself. So I want everybody to make sure that you make an effort of just really taking care of yourself. Like, I was raised taking vitamins, and now I'm not. So now my brother has reintroduced me to vitamins at 51. He's like, you need a multivitamin. You need vitamin D. We as black people really need vitamin D. A lot of it, a ton of it. Vitamin C, vitamin E. We need to drink plenty of water. Not for your skin, just for your skin. For your organs, for you. Um, spend time with your family while you have them. Because as my family learned this year... You can have them today, and in a few hours, they're gone. So love on them. Laugh with them. Talk with them. You can have debates. You can be upset. You know, that that comes with the territory. We don't always agree. Some of us parents want to choke the children. (laughs) We can't choke the kids, even though we want to choke them sometimes. It's our responsibility to give them advice. And I mean, I've given advice to my kids, but doing it for so long by myself, I got frustrated. So a lot of times I didn't respond the way that I should have, you know. And many times I had to go back to my daughters and tell them that I was sorry for the way that I was speaking to them. Because it just wasn't right. And we don't get a pass to just do what we want to do because we're the parents. They have feelings and we have to listen. Sometimes kids just want you to listen. You know, I remember um, coming up, we would try to tell our parents, so-and-so did this to me, and they did that to me. And we're talking about being, you know, in school, and the parents would always have the same answer. Tell your teacher, well, you're my first teacher. I'm telling you, somebody has done something to me. You're the first advocate that I have before my teacher. I knew you. So I need you to cover me. So we have to cover each other, protect each other, strengthen each other, spiritually, naturally, mentally, and emotionally. That's our responsibility to our family. When you see somebody's weak in an area and you know something that they are not privy to, give them the information. Don't stand there and sit at the barbecue and talk about them and say, girl, she's so hard here, she'll listen. I ain't going to say nothing. Don't do that. Say something. We need each other. All of us older ones, we're supposed to be pouring something into them. We're supposed to be being, you know, the best examples that we can be. You know, sure some of us didn't. Like myself, I didn't go to college, so I don't know a whole bunch of, uh, (laughs) you know, a whole bunch of that. But common sense doesn't take much. Share that information. But most of all, love on your family. You know, I was just thinking about so many people this morning. And and I'm not sitting here, you know, outside crying about it. I'm reflecting on those things that we did together, the times that we spent together, the laughter that we shared. I remember um, when I was a kid, I really looked forward to sitting down with my Aunt Tish and watching um, Little House on the Prairie. You know, the two of us would sit there and watch so many episodes with michael london and we would just cry 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 i miss her i miss laughing with her i remember you know she would just make these specialty drinks like uh, she would get coca-cola and she would put drops of a vanilla extract in it and then here they come out with vanilla coke i think my auntie came up with that first Sorry, Coca-Cola brand, but my aunt was the one who came out with it. Somebody sold her idea and became very wealthy. I also miss just listen to her laugh. I used to always say that she, choose, she would crunch everything, even if it was grits. <laughs> I just miss her cooking. I miss the vanilla that she would wear. I miss her. And... I thank God that I was able to tell her how much I loved her. You know, I thank God for the times that I could, you know, part her hair and scratch her scalp for her, roll her hair, roll to set her hair for her, you know, or help her do something around the house, iron my Uncle Charlie's shirt, something. Make sure that that you hold on to those memories, but make memories. See, I have all of those because they were made. I was present. She was present. So, at the end of every day, again, all we have is each other. Remember, everybody, love is absolutely everything. Good morning, everybody. This is Dreena, same sky, different world. It's a beautiful, beautiful Saturday morning. Nice and quiet. All the neighbors are still resting, obviously, because you don't really hear too much noise right now. But uh, what I wanted to talk to you about today is about setting certain things in order for when we depart from here. And I know that probably sounds a little bit, I hope it doesn't, it's not a morbid topic, but it's necessary. You know, I'm not talking about any horrible things, just we're all going to leave this earth one day, and I just have been challenged with just not having things in order for us to help my mom during this time. You know, I, I, I shared that my mom suffered a stroke March 15th of this year, and she basically is one of those people who's meticulous about retirement and insurance and I mean extra stuff stuff that you know most people don't think about but then the most important things are set in place there was one thing that she omitted and that was power of attorney and maybe because she just didn't know which one of us she could trust with her information or that she felt was trustworthy but we did get it taken care of this week. I had someone come. They had, like, a, um, a notary on wheels. It was just too cute. But we needed a power of attorney set up because my mom has a car, a 2020, and she barely drove it, 3,000 miles. That's it. And she bought the car last year, and here we are in July of 2020. And so we, as the children, were trying to set it up where – They would come and pick the car up because she wanted it. She let us know, um, I don't want it. We asked her, Mommy, what do you want us to do with the car? She wanted us to take it back. And the bottom line is the dealership was giving us a hard way to go. They were constantly taking money out of her account, which was frustrating me more than anything. Because to me, it's just disrespectful. I've called. I've sent emails. I've called and called and called from like the latter part portion of May to um, all of June, and here we are in July, and you still didn't pick up the car, but you have received payments from March, April, May, June, and you thought you were going to get July's payment. No. As a power of attorney, I was able to go into to her bank, submit the paperwork. There was another one that I had to fill out for the bank, and what I was able to do and all I was interested in was not my mom's finances, but just... And when I mean that, like, I don't need to know what she has in the bank. I don't care about stuff like that. God bless me. I'm able to, you know, help. My siblings are able to help and family members have been doing things. But she put herself in a really good position. So we weren't lacking that. We just wanted to stop that action. And so it was done. So I share that, you know, I share my, a little bit of my story with you just to say, these are things that we need to have in place because, unfortunately, we don't know when We're going to leave, but we do know that we are going to leave this earth at some point. And it would be so much better for you if those things were set in order. Also, life insurance. You know, how many people, you know, if you were in a room full of family members, you know, try this one day. You know, barbecue, not to be annoying, but just, just to see where everybody is so that you can share information with them. Ask them honestly, how many of us have life insurance? Because we've seen over and over again where people have had to um, set up GoFundMes, go around to the different relatives and ask for money for funerals. And it's embarrassing and it's unnecessary. There's no excuse for us not having life insurance when we are spending crazy money at Chipotle, shopping at the malls, you know, we, we're getting the Grubhub and the DoorDash delivered, and we are, if we even add up that amount of money, it's so much money that are, that's going through our hands. This is something that is important for us, and we have to take these actions very seriously. Also, I want you to know that there are four different types of uh, power of attorney, And I'm going to just, you know, you can write those names, you can write these names down and then look them up because for me to try to explain it to you, it's not the same as reading it for yourself and understanding how it applies to you. There is a general power of attorney, durable power of attorney, special and limited power of attorney and springing durable power of attorney. You know, so, and all of these documents have to be notarized because it's a legal document, it's a binding one as well. Um, A lot of times when people are um, setting up wills and trusts, they really don't know the differences between those things either. So it's important for you to do your homework on that because the Bible tells us to leave our children an inheritance. You know, those of you that are Christians. And even if you're not, I want you to be, but if you're not, you still need this information. It's very vital for all of us. You know, the difference between a will and a trust basically is that they both transfer, you know, the state to the heirs, but the trust skips probate court, you know, and I know some of you are probably saying, okay, you're dropping these these, these little things, but what is that? Well, that court is basically set up to make sure that the person that passed away, that their debts are all taken care of, and all of their assets are allocated to the correct person, the beneficiaries that are supposed to get it. you know, because people love to say, well, my mama left me this, and my daddy left me that, but, you know, when we went to probate court, they said, I get the house, and you get the shoes, you know what I mean? So... You just want to make sure that you ask those questions because this is very, very important. And um, I just wanted to share it really quick because it was difficult for us mentally. You know, we, we didn't know a way that we were going to be able to even get a power of attorney because my mom, in the beginning, after, you know, shortly after the stroke, she was really nonverbal. She understood you so she could shake her head, yes or no, but she couldn't respond like that. Now she's like, yes, no, all right. She's calling out people's names and sentences are being formed again, and I'm so grateful for that. But it still took a little bit of hard work, not even hard work, but emotional work, because we all start panicking like, oh my God, we don't want them to keep taking money out of our account. We want her to be able to keep the money she worked so hard for, you know, and that is the purpose. You, you don't want people to take a, um, advantage of your loved one. And you know what? People, unfortunately, during these difficult times, like such as death, they really get besides themselves. We have seen it over and over again where family members are fighting over something that doesn't even belong to them. But if we had it set up where you knew exactly who was going to get what, it's better that way. It makes, it, it, it'll keep families, uh, you know, a little bit more <laughs> mended together. Because some people still get upset. Like, why she got the house? I did everything. I planned on Saturday. I did this, I did that. Like, no, but grandma left it to, you know, to Susan or Keisha or whoever. So I love you guys. We got to make sure that we stay focused during this pandemic. I want to encourage you to continue to wear a mask, wash your hands, social distance. Don't go to barbecues and people are not wearing masks. Don't go to any of please stay away from events. Until we can understand really what's going on with this, I'm just dropping this in there. Of course, you know, this doesn't have anything to do with wills of trust or power of attorney, but it has something to do with you. If you you see something that makes no sense, like people congregating together in groups of 10 or more and they are not properly covering themselves up with face masks, this is not a place that you want to be. I don't care if you know them from back in the day, way, way back, None of that. From the schoolyard, none of that. You make sure that you keep yourself safe. I love you. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Love is everything. Hey everybody, this is Drina, same sky, different world hope everybody's having a good Sunday evening I really wanted to have somebody that I could interview for this but I guess I can just go on and get into it from my own personal perspective mental health is something that our community shies away from we don't want people to think that we're crazy we never want to seem like we're having a problem but the biggest thing that I notice is that we hide behind our issues. I'm really guilty of uh, being passive. by saying things like, you know, if someone says, well, Drina, how you doing today? And I would say, I'm okay. You know, that's not really a good answer. And it's not truthful. Because a lot of times, even my own children say, my children would ask me, mommy, you okay? And I would lie and say, I'm okay. Knowing that they knew something was wrong, but I really didn't know how to relay what I was going through, like the, the, the mental turmoil that I was going through because I've been a single parent for a very long time. And as you guys know, my kids are adults now, but I raised my children in a home with just the three of us. And a lot of times I didn't know how I was going to pay my rent. I didn't know how my bills were going to get paid. Um, I was evicted three times, once in New York and twice in North Carolina. And some people don't want to talk about those things because they're embarrassed. But those things did something to me mentally. You know, I would kind of comb back in my mind and say, man, if I would have done this differently, then this would have changed. But I wasn't dealing with the fact that it was stress. I wasn't dealing with the fact that I was depressed. And being displaced will make you almost feel like you're going to lose it. Because you just don't know what to do. And what I want to share with you guys is this. I'm learning at this time in my life that I want to see a therapist. I wanna see a therapist because this person would be outside of my relatives, my children, and that I can become very transparent with this person and then there's no judgment or emotional connection because when you talk to your family and friends and you say, you know, they're getting on my nerves on the job and, and I don't know why they're mishandling me like this. You know, the first thing that people that love you go to is anger. And they start saying things like just forget them just ignore them but when you're in a place that you know you're going to be at for 8 hours of a day and you just don't know quite how to deal with that situation it's kind of it's frustrating and you really want to lash out but we know that that's really not the way that we're supposed to handle things we don't want to be at work and be the disgruntled person we don't want to be the person that is irate and can't hold their cool. So it's important for us to be able to sit down and talk to somebody about some past hurts, you know, difficulties with dealing with issues like coworkers or even family members for that matter, relationships. All of these things cause us to do one thing that happens all day long and our mind is constantly going, you know, it never ever stops. Whether we're thinking about, a vacation that we want to go on go to and now we can't because of whatever that's frustration or the fact that we're not where we want to be financially in our lives it's always healthy to sit down and to talk to somebody because when you hold all these different emotions in it can make you feel like you are going crazy where you just want to go out in the open and just scream because the weight of everything becomes so much But I want you guys to just think about this. You're not crazy, and you're not in this alone in terms of emotions and feeling, you know, anxious, nervous. You know, being angry, as one of my children told me, she said, my youngest daughter, Kyla, said, Mommy, being angry is an emotion, and there's nothing wrong with that. The Bible says, be angry and sin not. So being angry is an emotion that just is going to happen. But to remain angry and to remain frustrated and confused about some things is not really where we're supposed to, to stay. We're not supposed to remain there. So it's really important for us to be able to have those outlets and get it out. Don't be ashamed of saying that I'm stressed. Don't be ashamed of saying that I'm anxious or I have this nervous feeling in my stomach and I don't know what it's about. It's okay to go and seek someone, to sit down and talk to them and tell them really what's going on with you without the judgment. There really is a no-judgment zone. And for us, there are a lot of psychologists, psychiatrists that are there waiting for us and a lot of these services are free. But again, because... This community, our community, shies away from it. We go through a whole life feeling like we have to go through these things alone. And there are people that have been in place. And they're waiting on us to pick up the phone and call. And say, you know what, I'm not doing too good. I don't feel like I need to be um, committed. But even if that was the case, so be it. It's better to have a healthy mind than to have one that is cluttered with so many different things that you start acting out making rash decisions and saying things that you cannot do anything but apologize for. We can't erase what we say. So it's best for us to to get all of those frustrations out. You know, some people take kickboxing. Some people go to yoga. These are things that we can do to help our mental psyche. You know, we want to be the very best version of ourselves daily when we're dealing with our spouses and our children, our family, you know, and also being honest. A lot of times we'll say, like I said before, you know, we'll say nothing's wrong or we're not able to really um, express how we feel. And those are signs that something is wrong because you should be able to communicate. Even if someone's not willing to, to you know, say, well, you're right or wrong. It's best to get it out. To hold it in is just more weight on you. I remember a long time ago, um, my um, my pastor's wife had did an analogy. She used bags as you know the analogy. She had several ones of us carry bags onto the, the, the podium, you know, or the stage and the pulpit. <laughs> we all carry bags. And she said, this is an example of what people are dealing with. They're carrying these heavy loads to church. And then she told us to go have a seat. Some of us were, were told or instructed to put those bags down. But then a lot of us were instructed to continue to take them back with us. And that's what stress does. It's almost like carrying heavy luggage that you never get rid of. And then you're just adding more and more luggage onto your shoulders, onto your arms. And you know that we can't carry but so much. So that's why it's good to empty yourself. Empty yourself of all your stresses, all your worries your frustration, your disappointment. Get it out. Don't walk around year after year with them because somebody is gonna be the somebody's gonna be the recipient of your fury. Because if you hold it in like that, the wrong person's gonna come up and say something to you and instead of you having had said something before or gotten it out, now you're just like blowing a gasket and we don't need to do that. Mental health is very important and there's nothing wrong with saying something's wrong i love you guys and just remember that love is everything